The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast featuring Holt Nailers giving us an update on spring football. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Podcast starts right now. Good to see you, Clip. Happy spring. Yes, sir. Especially here. Good to see you, Holden. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Man, uh, got your first. I, I guess it wasn't a scrimmage. It was more of a practice yeah, than uh, than a scrimmage Saturday. But, man, this time last year, we're talking about how deep the receiver room was. This time this year, yeah. a little bit thinner. How was your first look at these receivers? No, it was good. Um, it was good. I mean, it's going to take time because, I mean, obviously, I mean, a lot of those guys that were on the team last year had, we kind of came through the program together. Um, that we, we started as freshmen and then kind of, you know, got, got to the point last year where they were the ones that I mean we were thinking the same thing the whole time I knew what they were thinking and what I was thinking and um, you know this year we got some young guys that are going to have to step up they're doing a good job I mean they're working super hard um, it's, it's definitely fun to work with them it's going to take some time this spring but that's what spring's about also is, is to get in time with them so um, it's a process but I mean it's going well What's the spring like for you? This is, you know, your final spring ball yep. as a pirate. Uh, I'm sure you got to have a lot of confidence going in. I'm one of the, the team leader now. What's this last spring like for you going into it? Yeah, for me, it's more about just just pulling other guys along now. I mean, I'm in my fifth year here. I mean, I know um, what I'm capable of, but, you know, I can see, you know, what this team's capable of, too. we got a lot of returning guys, you know, minus the receiver position, really, our whole team's back. Um, so it's, it's really just about pulling those young guys along, getting getting the team as ready as possible um, for September 3rd for NC State in that big game and, and really for the season after that too. So just getting those young guys to, to come along with us um, and, and really just working hard that way. Tyler Sneed's been such a security blanket for you, Holden, and also you had the CJ connection uh, with yeah. Conley on the East Carolina. I, I guess you've got uh, some security blankets in the tight end room right now. You, the tight end room looking great, but who are you uh, throwing passes to out of practice? Who, who are those receivers you're talking about that uh, are stepping up right now? Yeah, I mean, kind of like you said it starts with the tight ends um with, with with ryan and shane and aaron and those guys coming back they had really good years last year but then you know the receiver position um it's kind of wide open right now it's kind of you know whoever steps up um those are gonna be the guys playing but i mean people have heard of josiah um jalen johnson uh, a transfer from georgia is going to be a, a big key piece for us um taji hudson tyler savage i mean we got guys carrie king he can run um really well so we got talented guys they just don't got experience um you know we just don't got a lot of live reps together but um, you know, that comes with time. That's kind of like I said, what spring's about is developing that chemistry and, and getting ready for the season. Great to have uh, Holt Nailers in studio with us as we kick off spring ball officially for ECU Pirates football. Uh, Holt Nailers leading the Pirates again as quarterback for his final season at ECU. Holton, we uh, I talked to uh, Coach Houston about this last week, and we, we discussed it when uh, we caught up with him for his press conference to open up spring ball. You know, even the, that the bowl game didn't get played, but all the practices were conducted. Yep. And what yep. a difference that – and this was the first time in recent history East Carolina's kind of had that extra month, had that month of bowl practices. I think it's like 15 officially you could yep. have. So, the you know, the seeds that were planted then, how much does that pay off now that you got kind of that extra month of work? And uh, regardless of whether the game got played, as I said, the practices got conducted because he seemed – that was, that was a big deal. It was huge. I mean, you got to think that's a – whole extra month of, of practicing together and and really during that time um we, we did let you know a lot of the younger guys get reps that are we're gonna have to depend on this year so you know these receivers that are kind of stepping into a bigger role now they they kind of started that in december 
So, I mean, that, that, that definitely helped us um, in a way. And, I mean, like I said, a, a month of extra practice is huge. Holden, you got a mix of newcomers at the O-line position and, and guys that were yep. here last year. A lot of guys coming back from injury, too, yeah. on the O-line. Are, are the uh, the newcomers, the transfers in right now working with you guys? Yeah. Um, Parker Morris, he, he's already here. Um, we got two more on the way. But the guys that are that are here are doing extremely well. Um, it's definitely going to be the, the best O-line that I've had since I've been here. And that was a big reason of me coming back. Um you know, being protected is a huge thing as a quarterback and, and trusting in those guys. The guys that we got coming back and the guys that we got coming in from the transfer market are are definitely going to help us out as well. So just trusting in those guys. Um, you know, when I talked to Coach Houston about, you know, either declaring for the draft or, or coming back, that was a big thing for me was I wanted to, to know that I was going to be protected there, and, and they've done a good job of that. We got continuity with yourself returning with the coordinators, with, with Coach Houston. I, I just keep going back to – Coach Houston, his first spring, saying, I have to teach these guys how to practice. Yeah, That was a very yeah. concerning statement. Yeah. Now I feel like, and you can speak to it, we're light years away from that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not, I mean, we could, the players could really go out there and run the practice. Right. I mean, we know the expectations are within our program, and, you know, the guys that are you know, upheld in that, then they're the guys that are out there practicing, and the guys that, you know, aren't doing that are the guys that are struggling a little bit right now, so um, we're just going to continue to push forward with the guys we got and, and continue to go. Hold on, when you look at this year's schedule, a very unique setup this year with teams and the way, you know, first time in modern history uh, in my lifetime, I've been here a while, that you open up the season with four home games yep. uh, down at Ficklin Stadium. You've got, you open up the season with the rival of NC State. You got a road game uh, at BYU, a unique environment there. Uh, when you look at the schedule, what do you see? I, I, I'm going to take it one game at a time. Um, you know, that's that's what we always, you know, preach. But, I mean, that state game is going to be super exciting. I'm going to kick off the final year for me here to play them, obviously. I mean, a lot of people know that came down to NC State and ECU where I was going to attend. So, um, that one means a lot to me. It means a lot to a lot of ECU fans in North Carolina, really. But, I mean, I like, you know, four games at home to start the year. I mean, playing in front of these fans and starting off hot would be huge. So, we just got to got to rally early, um, get as many wins as we can, and then get into conference play. It, it, I was going to ask you about that. It is kind of amazing that, you know, it came down to those two final schools. Yeah. And, you know, life is full of decisions. And just one decision, how different everybody's life would be. You know, and, and you think about what a big decision it is where you go to, to school and folks, uh, you know, I came to East Carolina. What if I went to South Carolina instead? Yeah. What, what would or wouldn't have happened in my life and everywhere else? Same thing with you. What would have happened? You know, we, we wouldn't be talking right now. Yeah. The whole, I mean, it's, it's yeah. kind of wild to think that, now in your final season, you're playing the school that uh, you, you almost well you said no to, and wouldn't it yeah. be a great way, kind of icing on the cake, to end with a victory over them? It would be. I mean, it'd be pretty awesome. And a lot of those guys on that team that are fifth years too. I mean, I'm they got a lot of guys returning. I'm I'm friends with all of them really because I mean we got recruited together. We played in the Shrine Bowl together, so it'll be cool to kind of you know like I said, like you said, you know go out go out with a win that'd be a pretty good way to, to end it so hold on we're far removed from it at this point but during the acc tournament i remember people uh chiming in on social media when boston college took the court and said hey they showed up for a postseason game are yeah, you still uh are you still bitter about that one do you think about that at all like man well, I, I think wanna... about it all the time heck yeah i think about it all the time i mean we work very hard to get to a bowl game and uh you know one day away and ECU didn't back out, so I mean, yeah, I'm a little bitter about it still. Yeah, still on the minds, and uh, still motivation <laughs> to get to get back to another one. Right? Yeah, play definitely. One. Aren't I mean, you bitter about it, Clip? I am. <laughs> 
You have bitter balls. Yeah, I still are holding. Yes, I have so grudges great. against Boston College. <laughs> yeah. I still have an issue with that. I got a day off work and got to watch some football. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, <laughs> I didn't hate it. He hopes more games get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just ready to see uh, you guys play in a bowl game, and uh, it looks like you guys are, are on track to do that. But one step at a time, NC State. Holden, uh, how about the, the defensive side of the ball? There has been some changes there. You won't have to throw against Jaquan McMillan in practice. Yeah. I know you'd want him on your team, but how about early on Blake Harrell's group? Uh, how are they looking right now? No, they look really good. Um, it'll be the best defense we've had in a really long time. We've got, other than Jaquan, our whole team's almost returning. And I mean, we lost two linebackers in Bruce and Aaron, but we rotate guys in with X and, and Miles and those guys who have played. I mean, they came in with me. They're fifth-year guys that I mean NFL prospects and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're going to be as talented and experienced as anyone in this conference. All right, we're going to be talking with you, Holden, every Monday leading up to the spring game, and then we'll do a recap after the spring yep. game on Monday. Hey, Clip, how are you doing, Holden? Doing good, man. How about the uh, little March Madness as we get ready to talk football, too, man? We got everything going on. This is a lot of this is a busy sports month right here. Everything is happening, and uh, we'll have a spring football game to break down a couple weeks from now. We'll be talking about practice uh, with Holden, but yeah, we got the Final Four set. We got a big baseball game tomorrow. So, really, anything you? What do you want to talk about, Troy? Well, it's funny, Clip, because I mentioned to you that uh, you know Coach K might be looking for redemption in this tournament, and I said, wouldn't it be classic if he met up with Carolina? You know, in the tournament, and was able to give them payback for the humiliating loss in Cameron Indoor for his final home game. And I was papooed. People were like, oh, that won't happen. That's too far. There's no way. They'd have to meet up in the final four. Might have even been Chandler that papooed me. But who's papooing who now? So you have that on your bracket? No, I didn't put it in my bracket. I just talked well, about it. Well, what do you cares? <laughs> How many scenarios I, 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 I you coming up with? I predicted that on the show. I said that could happen and very well might. You were the only one talking about a potential Carolina Duke rematch in the tournament? Yes, you're welcome. All right. Thank you for asking. All right. All right. Now on the hold. I just had to get that out of the way. <laughs> wow. Let's just be clear. I, it wasn't me. That <laughs> oh, someone did it. I think it might have been you then. Okay, Troy. You know, you got it. Way to go, man. Good job. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate it. Yep. What classic payback by Coach K coming up this weekend? That hasn't even happened. Friend yet. of the program, by the way. Nah, well, he's, he's, no, he's not. He's, he's never been on the show. He's never been on any of our shows. We've had his voice on many times. He is not a friend. Answer of the show. my question. He's never he, been on Pirate. He Radio. loves Eastern North Carolina. He loves the Pirate people. You've heard him. This is uh, your love for Coach K is disgusting. <laughs> it really is. Just, I don't get a, it. What a way to go out as a winner. It's pretty awesome. Again, he's got to win two more games. Two games. Two games away. Yeah, I think you're yeah. the cart's before the horse here. All right. But if you're if you're right, we'll replay this, right? Correct. If you're wrong, we'll definitely replay this. We'll definitely lose it. And I mean, you, again, you've come up with eight different scenarios. You got your bracket. You got this. What else you got out there? That's it. That's just the, who's your national champion? Well, I had uh, Gonzaga. That didn't work out so. So well. now you're going Duke. You want to throw yeah, out a I third actually or a think fourth? Kansas could probably be. Oh, here we go. All right, now Kansas. I actually think Kansas will probably end up being national All champion. Right. But I do love that Duke beating UNC. Holden Naylor is here. Can we talk yes, football with him? Holden, who do you like? I like Duke. I think they're destined to win it with Coach K leaving his final year. Get a little help out from the refs. Yeah. That's my theory See, on the whole thing. Clip's not going to say anything to you about it. <laughs> because he's not going to come in here on his eighth prediction You're and say, yes. You're not going to talk Jug to about it, are you? Great prediction, by the way. Thanks, Troy. I like that. Thanks, Troy. The fact you don't see a difference in this <laughs> is insane to me. Uh, all right. Go ahead. Sorry. We'll, we'll talk football. Sounds good. Holden, uh, another week of practice in the books. And I uh, heard from 
Mike Houston uh, on Saturday. The Pirate Radio team was out there. Miles Berry, Shane Calhoun as well. Uh, how did last week's uh, practice go for you guys? It was good. Um, it was really good. You know, some of the young guys are really coming along. Um, you know, our running backs are looking as good as they've looked in a long time here. Um, obviously, with those with Keaton and Rajay, um, our passing game is going doing good too. Um, you know, we're getting tons of time up front. They're doing good. We got some young receivers that. We're kind of having to step up this year um, that you know haven't in the past, so they're getting opportunities too. But you know, it's kind of weird for me because I'll go. I mean, I'm on my fifth spring now, so I'll go out there, get two drives, and then have the day off. And right. Support the rest of the guys. So, but I mean, it's going good. Um, we're looking good. Well, Donnie Kirkpatrick was on the Brian Bailey show earlier today. If you missed it, you can hear it at six o'clock. He said Rajay and Keaton got some work, but not that much work because you want to see who's number three back yep. there, who's even four and five. Yep. So, how about those guys beyond Keaton and Rajay? Who's uh, looking good out there? Holt? Yeah, Pop's looking good. I mean, he's in a second year. Um, Nemo, he's an early enrollee freshman. He's just got here. It's really those two guys are, are competing for the, th- the third back. Um, you, you really only – I mean, you, you you need two, but you need a third guy. Um, running backs take such a beating during the season that um, you really need someone you can rely on on three. So, I mean, Keaton and Raji, I mean, I think we all kind of got two drives and they took us out. It's pretty rare. Guys play. We were lucky last year to have those guys, as much as they touched the ball, healthy the entire yeah. year. That yeah. doesn't happen a lot. No, so. for running backs, I mean, a lot of people think it's just running the ball, but, I mean, they're in a lot of pass protection too. And then when they're not in pass protection blocking linebackers for me, they're, you know, out in routes – a lot of times catching the ball, too. So they take a, a big beating during the season. Holden Aylers joins us live in studio for a spring football edition of the Players' Lounge. Holden, you uh, see, obviously work with the offense every day, but you got an early look now at our, our defense for yep. coming up this season. What do you see on this defensive side? Yeah, they're looking good. I mean, they're experienced. They're, they got so many. Coach Harold does such a good job with um, having different fronts, having different coverages that, I mean, I, honestly, I hate going against them during the spring because during the season, I mean, you, you – practice for a team a whole week you watch film on them for a full week and then you go into the game kind of knowing what they're going to do and i mean pre-snap i'll know what coverage this is what they're going to do just based off of a few indicators and then we go in spring ball and they have 37 different coverages two like tons of fronts and stuff like that so it's weird going against it but i mean that's what makes our defense so good is is the experience as they are and the multiple multipality of things that they can do is pretty good. Was that weird looking up and seeing yourself running? That was weird. Yes. I turned yeah, on an old on the game from last year, and now yeah. it might be distracting. I don't know. How, how many times have you watched every game from last year? Like, how much do you break down every I, single game? So I watch it on film. I don't watch them on TV like that. Like right. my um, my brother like records all of them and saves them. So like if I ever do want to go back and do it, which I mean during the off season when I'm bored, like at nighttime or something, I'll turn something on, but. I mean, I watch it more on film and, like, the film cut-ups of it than just, like, watching the ESPN well, then It's version. just play after play, too. Yeah. It's a lot quicker that way. They don't show, like, close-ups of my face. It's weird. And the camera <laughs> will just, like, zoom in on my face. I don't yeah. really pay attention to that. We've seen you guys convert three fourth downs in this drive, yeah. this half alone. This is the game against South Florida last year. Yeah. You guys uh, were not good on third down, but you made up for it on fourth down last year, Holden. And uh, I know that's something you guys take a lot of pride in, right? No, it is. Um, that's something we got to get better at. It's third down right. red zone. Um, that's something that we know we got to get better at so um that's where we're really focusing on this spring doing a lot of red zone work versus you know ones on ones and like i said i'm not getting that many reps right now but i mean i am getting the reps that i'm getting are the our third downs and and really red zone to kind of tone up that um and and kind of get better at that that's one of our main things troy you said you might want to break down some plays break this one down uh with holden taylor's just got it he's gonna run and and, uh, uh, second effort gets the first down there watch this lowers the shoulder and then uh, does the back 
step. I don't want to say taunty, but kind of com- say something there. Confidence wise, might that, have said something there. That was a first down, I believe you were saying. <laughs> Pirates. Yeah, only nice things. I was only saying nice yeah. things. But you had the kind of the strut backwards, like, Adam, while the defender was on his back. <laughs> I like that. I call that. Not cocky, but confidence. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Good way to put it. Yeah. And uh, oh, we see Keaton Mitchell drop a pass. Butterfingers, unfortunately. That would have been now, a touchdown right there. That, we'll bring this up, though. With Sneed with uh, C.J. Johnson suspended right now. Audio Matosho out as well. You're, you're looking for new targets at the receiver position. You found a great connection with the tight ends. But how important are Rajay Keaton, the running backs, going to be catching the ball out of the backfield this year? They're going to be very important. Um, they, they caught the ball really well last year anyways. I mean, they got good hands. They're, they're quick um, guys. I mean, your running back should be the best guys on the team with the ball in their hands anyway. So anytime we can get them the ball um, in space and let them work, I mean, they're, they're pretty special guys. I mean, everyone knows that now. But, I mean, they will be big in the passing game we got to have I mean, we're going to have some receivers step up i mean everyone knows jazai um carrie king's done a really good job tyler savage taji hudson those are guys that we're gonna have to depend on this year to step up and, and kind of get to it yeah this player right here's gonna break that one down troy d yeah let's get please it. don't <laughs> <laughs> take, we got a fourth a and goal line. one inch line and uh and holden's gonna try a quarterback sneak here all right 45 seconds to go into the half Ehlers takes a snap, oh. and it gets uh, <laughs> a little loose on him. Oh. And uh looks like the ball is still in play, and unfortunately, South Florida. That was a play before that when we ran the quarterback draw, and they called it Was that the snap? Oh, yeah. Right. What happened there? Just curious. Was um, it a bad snap, so, potentially? Did it yeah. get kicked? So the center you... got – so, like, the cadence, when you call the cadence, it's ready, set, go when you're under center. And usually it's like a half a second delay after because, I mean, no person's going to snap the ball immediately after. I mean, he's got to wait for the sound and all that. And the defense went on when I said set go when Avery hadn't snapped the ball, so I didn't even touch the ball. That he point. got blowed up yeah. pretty immediately. Yeah, uh, Holden, you'll be out at pro day tomorrow. We talked to Tyler Sneed last week. He said you'll be uh, slinging some passes to him. Yeah. Audie and other guys, and are uh, going to be a lot of guys from last year's team uh, playing in front of scouts tomorrow uh, on the practice fields, and we'll be out there covering that. Uh, how excited are you for your old teammates to to get a chance to? Uh, compete in front of the scouts tomorrow. Yeah, I'm very excited for him. I mean, it's, it's a huge opportunity for those guys. I mean, obviously, you know, Snead and Audie had a really, both had really good years last year in their own way. Um, and, you know, I think, I mean, they just want a chance. I mean, they just want to get in a get in a camp and, and show what they can do. And I mean, once they do that, I mean, I know they can compete with anyone anyone out there. They just want an opportunity, have an opportunity. Yeah, they got to sure. you know, and, and for guys like that, pro day is really important for them. Yeah, that kind of maybe aren't on the radar as much yeah. as some of these other players. They really need to maximize every opportunity like yeah. this. Uh, one of the things, man, I, I got to ask you this, just because it's all the. I, you know, Jim Rome, the sports world's talking about it, the entertainment world's talking about it, the news world's talking about it. I don't watch the show. I could care less. But, man, I woke up this morning, and my entire news feed was just clogged with Will Smith. News. Yeah, what the heck? Wow. So I had to go back and see it. I don't know. What What did you think about that with Chris Rock and Will Smith? How, so I didn't understand the joke until they were explaining it this morning in the locker room. But it's an old movie. G.I. Yeah. Jane, Demi she Moore. Her hair. Her, yeah, bald head. Yeah, and his wife evidently has a condition that right. has caused her to have uh, hair like yeah. that or no hair like that. Yeah, I think it was a little messed up joke, but I didn't. I, it was the cleanest but, punch of all time. And Chris Rock well, it was just a slap. It. it was a slap. Oh, open hand one. slap. But it, was it a little bit of an overreaction, did you think? I mean, maybe it was a little. Yeah, joke, I mean, I wouldn't have went up there and th- slapped or punched someone in the face because of that. So the bad. strange thing about it was, you know, before they panned over to Chris Rock and, and Will Smith, go, he's laughing yeah, he at was the laughing. joke. Yeah. 
He's laughing. But then at the he looked joke. at his wife's reaction. Yeah. And he had to change. They said his, his wife was like, mad, so he got. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was a good one. Oh, oh it wasn't a good one. Uh oh. It sets a bad <laughs> precedent for shows like that because now anytime you don't like a joke, yeah. you know you can go smack the host and nothing will happen to you. Yeah. And then he got very like what he was yelling. Afterwards. Yeah, he was like yelling. I saw the unedited feed and uh, oh, was, you made this. Keep my wife's name out your. No! That's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, if you go back and uh, uh, do a little research, there's some history there between is. Will Smith and Chris Rock, oh, shoot, especially yeah. with him. She suffers from what's called alopecia, which is yeah. a condition where you lose your hair, which caused her to shave her head. Uh, well, shave her head, but it's it's not completely bald. She does have some hair on there. Um, but apparently, this is not the first time that Chris Rock has has used a joke at her expense. And uh, I don't I don't know. It just looked like he snapped. I'm going to yeah. say it's fake. I don't think so. The uh, Oscars I, were coming off their worst ratings of all time, and think, now everybody's. I will about say it's it. the best thing ever to happen for them because no one would even know the Oscars were going on last yeah, night. I didn't know well, I, did, I had no I idea. I did, but that's because I follow one of the movies that was nominated that I really wanted to win, which they did. I so. don't think it's a good look for Will Smith, and no, that's what Chris Rock does. Chris Rock makes jokes. That's what he does. That's 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 what you get if you have him come do the Oscars. He's going to do it like a roast. That's that's what the guy does. I don't was a bad look for Will Smith. I don't think he would have ever agreed to that. I agree with whoever said he just kind of snapped a little bit. I'll tell you what, if they ever did a movie about Jawan Howard, Will Smith's playing him. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Chandler. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, the Fresh Prince gave Chris Rock some Fresh Prince. Yeah. Yeah, there's some bad jokes going on right now. I wanted, I wanted um, to see Chris Rock say, I want to shake your hand afterwards. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake your hand. I want to shake his hand. I want to shake his hand. Well, you know, it, he got into one little fight, and he went to his aunt and uncle in Bel Air. So I, you got to give Chris Rock credit. He stood up there, took it, and kept on going. What I makes mean, me think this is real is the reaction of Chris Rock. What like, makes he, was, he was so he shook, was stunned, well, but he did take it. I mean, yeah, but Jim Rome brought up a good point. He said, you know, because of Will Smith's, you know, natural demeanor, he probably wasn't expecting Will Smith to you know lay five fingers to the face i'm just saying like he didn't even touch his face afterwards or go damn you know like he did comment about it probably more in shock than anything else i mean if you're not expecting someone to to you know lay the smack down on you like that you know it's it's tough to and listen he probably could have said a lot worse about will smith's wife oh that's true some of the podcast stuff and the thing is too though it was just it was a decades old Joke. I mean, think about it. GI Jane came out years ago, so most people wouldn't have gotten the well, reference in the first said. place. He didn't even get. Yeah, what yeah most it. people would have not have gotten that reference unless they had seen GI Jane and kind of, you know, made that connection. So I thought it was a lame joke to start with, and it was just, it was just a bad joke in my opinion. But the whole stance Will Smith had—that's what makes it look fake to me. It looks like it's out of a movie or WWE. Like it was just. It was almost too cute, too pretty. It, it, was, it was a perfectly yeah. laid smack, I will say that. Oh, Glenn has a word. So two things. The punch did look, or the slap, it looked work because of the way it that... It very worked. Because of the so way that Chris too. Rock's stance was. He, he didn't raise his hands up. If some dude is coming at you that's a foot taller than you, you can put your hands up. Like There was no, like, whoa, man. There was no uh, none of that. 
his hands were behind his back it, the whole time and he just took it on the jaw it's very possible it was fake but it's but, also very possible it was real but i'm I gonna bring it's definitive thank you way. for bring, i'm gonna bring up i think it was worked it's possible in the sense that so i, I read this uh thread earlier that brought up that will smith and his wife are members of the church of scientology <laughs> okay okay oh yes follow this thread okay so in the church of scientology if two men are at odds at each other over the wife there is a procedure in their manual where you strike the other man in front of a large group of people to physically (laughs) humiliate him all right in front of your wife and in front of a large group of people that so are just, also Scientologists. He's just following the manual. So he just followed the manual of the, the page church. Three saw that anything's possible. There you go. So yeah. I'm just putting that out there that that is apparently a rule within say, their uh, church. Um, Kevin Hart and um, Chris Rock are going on tour soon, and this is only going to elevate their. Let's slap your face, you know, because you know it's going to be material for if, if again. That's I mean, why if, this is fake. If, if I'm, all, if I'm, you know, Kevin Hart's going to have a field day with this. Oh, if I'm Vince McMahon, now I got WrestleMania this weekend. We're doing a spoof match, a spoof match, baby. We're dressing two cats up as Chris Rock I and saw Will Smith. Rick Flair put a post out there today, going, "Hey, this is no big deal." You know how many times I've been slapped, and he put a video of, yeah, of the girl sure. slapping him in the center. Hey, of I think ring. it was actually Charlotte doing yeah, it. it yeah, was, it was, it was the guy's been slapped probably ten thousand times in the yeah, ring. Sure. So, I but thought I thought that was, that was interesting that the there was board. a a potential Scientology spin to all this. That that's why he did it. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. But. There's the one camera shot that I do want that we never got, and I hadn't seen. It's like the Z- people have gone over the film like it's the Zapruder film, you know, like you're looking for the man on the grassy knoll. But nobody has a shot of right after the joke, there's a moment where Will Smith and Jada look at each other, and she gives him some sort of direction, and nobody has that. And to me, that's the, that's the smoking gun, is if you get Jada's reaction and what she says to Will, then you know you know the cause of it if she tells him man look in the manual page three then we know it was the scientology thing. <laughs> i mean you well know, i mean I, of I, course glenn is convinced that jade is a witch so <laughs> like has some sort of you know i think she has power magical powers over him i have no further call we are no, all up in holton yeah, segment we have not talked any I'm, I'm good on this topic for the day yeah all right i just want to bring it up get so, out of the way i'm just bringing it up i'm just telling yeah. you what the internet's saying right now as our internet correspondent thank you glenn you're welcome are you on entertainment tonight tonight that's what it's more or less my bit yeah okay. tmz Da-da-da-da. you know it's that type of thing been any slaps going on at practice holding any fights oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's always some with football <laughs> not like none like that <laughs> that's good to know, good to know. <laughs> keep the helmet on yeah uh we just saw a uh, malik fleming pick six how's the uh, the defense looking right now holden they're good. He, he's looking really good. Um, he, he's really taking a step forward with Jaquan gone. Um, and well, I just had another pick right there. But, um, yeah, I mean, he's looking really good. He's working really hard. Um, he, he should be one of the top corners here um, in the conference. He really was last year. I mean, Jaquan got all the accolades and all that, but, I mean, he was right there behind him. So we're looking pretty good. Uh, back to a pro day because, you know, Tyler Sneed, Audio Matosha, those guys looking for uh, – they're shot to play professional football. Warren Saba has already signed on with the USFL team. Yeah. Now, I guess if he 
obviously gets drafted or an NFL team wants him, he can still go that route. But so many options now for these guys. We talked to Justin Chase on Friday who has had meetings and uh, played in front of scouts from NFL, CFL, USFL. So a lot of options for these guys holding. We could see a lot of Pirates in different spots next year. Yeah, that's what's pretty cool, man, is like like the XFL really kind of started getting things going and giving guys chances. And, I mean, that's like Warren. Um, I mean, he, he kind of – I mean, from what he said, he wasn't going to get drafted, so he'd rather, instead of just going into a rookie minicamp for a weekend and hoping that he does good there, he's going to go with the USFL and have a full season of film um, that the NFL can watch and, and trust in himself there. And, uh, I mean, I think I think that's a good – I mean, it's a good thing for him to do. I mean, more film, the better yeah. the NFL. I mean, anytime they get to see you play outside of college is, is pretty good. So. And, and, Troy, that's getting hyped up during the tournament. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of USFL yeah. commercials. Yeah, and, I was a little kind of iffy on it, but now I'm starting to buy into the hype clip. And at least week football. one, right? Yeah, I will be all in on week one. And we got McGinn and uh, Saber to root for. And we got some yeah, Pirates in there. Skip Holtz, former Skip's coach. Skip's there, yeah. That's coaching, right. coaching the Birmingham team. Yeah. So there, oh, there's a few tie-ins. Larry there. Fedora's there. We can root against him. Yeah. We've got a lot of rooting Will Larry interest. be ready? That's right. Larry and Skip, I believe, is week one. Yeah. So uh, that'll be a, uh, a matchup we can watch. So. Another classic coaching matchup right there. Like uh, two, of the, two of the college greats right there, just like – and here they are <laughs> in the pros. Uh, I was going to use a basketball analogy, but I won't. Like Coach K? Yeah, but I don't know. If, and Hubert Davis? Yeah, I don't know if he's one of the greats yet. Although, I got to give him credit. He got him in the Final Four. All right. Give him credit. You know? Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, by the way, Coach K told another person to shut up over the weekend. Who was that? <laughs> his, uh, uh, it was, it was one of his Caro. players. Yeah, yeah. Apollo. He was like, this guy's the goat. He was like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I know. Did, did, did he tell you to shut up? He never did. He was super nice to me. <laughs> what do you think about East Carolina? <laughs> Nothing but coach? class and uh, really, really liked him. Redbeard lot. had a question. Uh, what does Troy D want more, Coach K's friendship or daylight savings forever? <laughs> well, you I, can only choose I got, one. I got news for you. Sunshine is always going to win out. All right. Yeah. So you want bye that bye, Coach K. <laughs> more need, than Coach K knowing need, who you are. That's an easy pick for me. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate the question, but yeah, that's. <laughs> Sunshine is going to win out over Coach K. There you go. Now, more sunshine with Coach K, that would be great. Oh, God. No. No. Please. Please, no. No. Everyone, please. Be quiet. Uh, Please, everyone be quiet. Back to football before Holden just completely busts out of the room. (laughs) He's got Duke. What are you talking about? Donnie Kirk uh, Patrick was on with Brian Bailey. Bailey asked him about the structure for the game, and he said that last year the players went to I guess Coach Houston and said, "Hey, can we do like a draft format, that yeah. kind of thing?" And he said that was a big hit. Are you you think that's going to be the the case this year as well? I'd like to. I mean, that's the funnest thing for us to do. I mean, I think the fans will have fun either way because I mean, it, either way it's going to be offense versus defense in some sort. So um, the draft is definitely something fun for us. I mean, it's going to be fun, like I said, either way. But having a be able to pick players and do stuff like that. I mean, that's kind of what the spring's for, just to make it fun and. I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to go out there and play ball. Um, might as well make it the most fun we can. Also heard him say it's uh, winners gets prime rib, loser gets served bologna. Was it potted meat or yeah. was it bologna sandwich? Yeah, bologna sandwiches or something. Did, did the losers have to serve the winners? Yes, they do. So, have, you, uh, have you been on both sides or one? So, team? literally the past couple of years, like in the spring game, like we'll pick teams and – our teams are all like I feel like my teams have always been like stacked like where I was like yeah hey, we got more starters and all that but the starters don't play but like 
a certain amount of oh, drives. Oh, it's like a bait and switch. Like yeah. you look great on paper, but then they play the backups. Yeah, it's a spring game. Yeah, so the starters so lose. We'll get a couple of drives and we'll go out there. So I've, I've so lost you, like one. I think I've lost one. Um, we lost last. Yeah, it was like we had one last year. We didn't have one two years ago. So if you're Dakota. drafting, you got to put on your GM cab this year and say, I need some really good backups for yeah. when I get taken out of yeah. the game. Yeah, you got to use you some gotta, psychology in that. Think about yeah. that. Hmm. Hadn't so, thought about that. They should let you call the plays too. Then, <laughs> oh, I'd love to. I mean, it's my fifth year. I should know the offense by now. I know. They'll let you call the plays, and you decide who plays. Yeah, heck yeah. Kind of would be a coach Aylers out there. <laughs> how much? Uh, how much growth have you seen from Mason, from Stubblefield, the guys behind you? Hold. No, they're they're going a lot. Um, I mean, your second and third year when you're going to grow the most in the offense. Once you before that, you 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 got so much you're learning, and after that, I mean, you should kind of know everything. But with them, man, it's just experience. Um, once you get in there more, it's going to – I mean, Mace has some some game experience now, so he's going to grow a little bit um, quicker than the rest of the guys. But, I mean, Flynn and Stubby and even Walter, I mean, he's playing a little bit of receiver now, but he's still getting quarterback reps. And they're all coming along good. I mean, they're, that's kind of what the spring's for is to see what you got behind the starters. And especially when you have so many guys returning, um, it's kind of to develop depth. And, I mean, they're coming along really well. And we saw Mason Garcia come in with some packages last year, run in touchdowns, throw yep. touchdowns. So something uh, I guess we'll see moving forward in 2022, one would imagine. Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I mean, they're trying to – they got to figure – I mean, this is my last year no matter what. I don't have a year after this. So they got to figure out, you know, who's the guy after that. And anytime you can get a guy in there and get them some live reps when – um, they have the opportunity to. I'm all for it. How's the uh, brand going? I see you got a cool hoodie, built one broken. I like the uh, that print, the BWB yeah. print. How's uh, how's that still going? It's going well. Um, we released some some hoodies, um, a new design, probably a month ago now. That have sold really well. Um, really within the college, you know, campus, they've sold really well. And we got some T-shirts coming out um, here soon, probably next month or so too that we're going to release. So um, it'll all be in shimmer and all that so all right so really locally uh, available at shimmer boutique for folks uh, off greenville boulevard uh, you can check that in red banks road yes, sir. uh good stuff yeah it looks it looks good so keep up the good work with that anything else before we let you go for today no sir yeah. good pirates all right uh holt nailers inside the players lounge with us our spring football edition shirley rhodes is back chandler honeycutt is here troy d alongside and the starting quarterback of your east carolina pirates holt nailers joining us to kick off today's program troy Holton, how you guys doing? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, Holton, spring ball is getting ready to wrap up. Big weekend coming up with the spring game. Before we get into that, let's. Uh, over the weekend, I saw online a um, transfer portal is hot, and it yes, looks sir. you know, and ECU uh, at one time was very deep at receiver, and with the guys uh, exiting for uh, some wanting to go pro, and then others for off the field stuff. There's all of a sudden there's been some availability for some uh, potential new bodies uh, in the receiver room and it looks like uh, East Carolina's going to pick one up. I saw a young man out of Toledo um, at least verbally committing to yep. the Pirates and uh, first of all your your take on him if, if you had a chance to meet him and uh, what what your expectation is because that's a big deal for you I would assume getting a brand new receiver. Yes huge. Um, he's a proven playmaker at, at all different levels um, I mean he's played some really good opponents and kind of balled out wherever he's been at because he transferred from Norfolk State to Toledo um, and he's going to come here and play for us. But he's a proven number one guy. Um, he's a big dude. He's 6'3", 215. And he came in through with me um, two weekends ago. And, I mean, he, he's a real deal. So he's going to help us out a lot. 
That's awesome. We got another uh, transfer coming in from Georgia, I believe, right? Yep, he's here now. Um, Jalen Johnson, he's here with us in the spring, and he's done really good. Um, he's got a little hamstring right now, but I mean, he he's a fast guy. He's a lot like Josai, um, deep play threat. And, you know, get the ball in his hands and let him let him go to work. So he's been good too. So the kid out of Toledo, when does like what's the time frame? Is he trying to get here for summer? You think? Yeah, so he'll be here um, May. He'll be here for summer one and start getting to work with us, starting to you know do skelly with us and throwing routes in the in the summer. This has been your last spring as an ECU Pirate. Yep. How has it gone? It's been good. Um, a lot, a lot different than um, you know the past because I mean we got so many proven guys now on our team that um, you know we don't need as many reps as some of these young guys do to try to pull those guys along. But I mean it's been good to you know like I said you know, help coach those young guys up, try to get them you know ready for the fall because I mean the falls, I mean that's a different animal. I mean when you're playing a game once a week, I mean you're you're really rehabbing your body four days out of the week, and then those last you know two or three you're you're getting ready and, and prepping up and just trying to mentally prepare those guys for that and, and for the season to make this run of this thing. So, how much is spring a time where you can install new stuff, uh, holding the things you haven't done in the past, where it's plays, it's formations, things like that? How much have you done of that this spring? A lot. I mean, that's that's what's cool about the spring is you can you know test stuff out, you can see what you can do, and, and kind of you know test the limits to that and install stuff that you know maybe during the season you don't have time to or kind of figuring out you know what is going to be you know your style of play in the fall and um, especially with these new receivers you got to figure out you know are we a zone team are we a man team um, you know what type of routes do they like deep balls or like short routes you know what are the best routes for different receivers so that's kind of what the spring is about is, is figuring out you know what you're going to be how, how different do you think this offense will look is it going to be similar to what we saw last year are you putting in some new wrinkles what uh, should Pirate fans expect for the fall yeah there's always going to be um, a couple different new wrinkles to it I mean we're a, a spread based RPO team that you know takes what the defense gives us but you know we're going to try to take more deep threats deep shots this year um we got more speed guys kind of on the outside um especially with you know toledo kid coming in so i mean like to take more deep shots but i mean those running backs that we have it's it's hard not to just hand the ball off to them and run rpos and take what the defense gives us holt naylor's joining us in studio as we kick off prl inside the uh, players lounge spring football edition holton your starting quarterback going into his last season here at east carolina university troy d clip rock in studio with you and uh holding a big part of your Success is tied into that offensive line. Uh, the better they are, the better any offense is. Uh, how is the O line shaping up? What is your expectation? The more protection they can give you, the better off it is for everybody. Yeah, they're definitely our most improved unit um, on the team, and they kind of have been this last few years. They've kind of grown into that role as um, you know steadily, steadily increasing. Um, and you know this offseason is no different. We've added a, a couple transfers that have stepped in and done really well here, and as the guys that we have in the program have gotten stronger and bigger too, and more game experience with o-line i mean it's it's so much about game experience and communicating with each other and i mean those guys have all played together now and have all you know been in action before so i mean they're doing really well um i fully expect them to be the best o-line in the conference and definitely the best o-line that we've had here in a long time oh nailers uh joining us a lot of different ways to recruit these days holden and saw an interesting recruiting tool saturday uh out at spring practice uh that was a recruit holding a Super Bowl ring from Robert Jones. That's a that's, that's a, a great hey, that's a great recruiting yeah. tool. Uh, how about the uh, the Jones, Jones and Jones, the Jones yeah. family? Yeah, they're both there. there. That was uh, pretty cool. I, I got a chance to talk to Zay in the locker room there for a little bit. And it's, it's always cool to to reconnect with him, man. I mean, he's a legend around here, and I mean, obviously his dad Robert Jones is too. But Zay, I mean, growing up watching him, and now you know becoming. 
Um, good friends with him. It's been cool. I mean, I mean, he just signed a pretty dang good contract too. Yeah, no doubt. He t- talked to the team, right? Yeah, he did. What, what was his message? We told? got the audio. We'll they play it. I mean, that was a yeah, they a serious ass speech if <laughs> I've ever heard one. He, yeah, and his dad was the same way. I mean, they were both up there for probably five minutes each talking to the team. But I mean, Zay was just saying, you know, use your gift, um, know your role in the team. If you're supposed to be a superstar, be a superstar. If you're supposed to be a role player, be the best one you can possibly be. I mean. He's he's full of stuff like that. I mean, even as a person, just talking to him, I mean, you can get pumped up just talking to the kid. Yeah, and and that's one holding. It's one thing to hear it from coaches who played forty years ago, yeah. but to hear it from a guy who, like you said, just signed a big contract that was playing on that field a few years ago, maybe that resonates a little more with guys. Oh, for sure it does. I mean, and <clears throat> it was cool to see like the receivers after he went up and talked to them, and the guys wanted to, to hear what he had to say and talking about like technique and stuff like that. So it was cool to see him go from playing at ECU to now you know helping out the younger kids and to be um, coached by a guy who's still coaching receivers yeah, at ECU. Yeah, and Donnie Kirkpatrick. Yeah, Holden Naylor's uh, here joining us. Holden, we always talk about uh, spring ball and even in fall camp, what side is ahead of the other? Now, you're going to be biased and say the <laughs> offense, but how have those battles gone? Has it been up and down, offense and defense, winning? No, yeah, that's how the spring is. It's always, I mean, back and forth. And, and hopefully, I mean, you don't want it to be one side, you know, killing the other the whole time or else you're going to be, you know, uneven really. But, I mean, the defense has really impressed me. I mean, they're tough to go against day in and day out. I mean, they – they're literally returning their whole entire defense other than really Jaquan. And we did lose Bruce and Aaron, but we we rotate so much at linebacker and D-line that, I mean, those guys that have, I mean, Xavier Smith is an all-conference linebacker and he's filling in that spot for Bruce. I mean, we're we're really doing re- well at defense and offense too. I mean, like we said, I mean, if you, if you do have one side killing the other, then you're probably not going to be a very good team. How are you guys doing the game this year? We, I think we talked a little bit about this yeah. last week, but has it been decided officially how you're splitting up the team, and what's at stake this year? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, we haven't. Talk, we got a leadership council meeting tomorrow. I'm sure we'll bring it up then. Um, we haven't, you know, fully discussed that as a team. That's something you usually do on like the Thursday before or something like that. You don't really, um, you know, put it in to terms until then really but um other than that i mean the the winner's dinner where we get steak lobster shrimp and all that will probably be on the line so whoever wins when however we play it out we'll get that and the other team will probably get like hot dogs and bologna or something <laughs> something <laughs> so, not good that sounds pretty good <laughs> tim douse did say beanie weenies <laughs> yeah, beanie Wien- yeah something not good i i'm yeah. i like beanie weenies i'm a brownson man i'll eat those <laughs> uh hold on how about don't, la- don't let them know that yeah. <laughs> last week uh pro day you mentioned bruce Bivens. Yeah. those guys were out there participating i don't know how legal this is or, or the legalities of it but did you yourself did scouts try to talk to you you know you were throwing the ball out there how much interactive action oh, yeah. did you have yeah i had a, a chance to talk to a few which I'm not allowed, I don't think, to even say that. So, I mean, I don't know. I can't say which teams to talk to. But, yeah, I am hearing um, stuff back from those guys. It was cool to get out there and throw in front of them. I mean, anytime you get a chance to throw in front of as many teams were out there, I mean, that's a big deal. So, I really enjoyed it. I, I, I will tell you this, and I was out there. And I, I love Pro Day, first yeah. of all. It's one of my favorite events Heck for yeah. – ECU. I just it's a great chance to I see a lot of people I reconnect with that yeah, I haven't seen in a while. Sure. Uh it's just a it's a cool event to to see and be a part of. Uh I thought first of all, yeah, I thought you did outstanding. It wasn't your pro day. Yeah. But for folks that don't know, as Clip mentioned, you were throwing to the yeah. ECU receivers. Yes, and the DBs. Throwing some picks too. Yeah. On purpose. <laughs> yeah. But there there was another quarter because a couple guys were there for pro day that yeah. weren't East Carolina guys. Yes, sir. They, they let Show them, on, yeah. Yeah, they let them come to East Carolina. But they you weren't throwing, you know, they had to have their own guys. Yeah. throw it to them and I was talking to one of the uh, scouts and also one of the agents and they're like look at the difference between Holton's ball and the other guy's ball that they're throwing 
And I was like, well, tell me what you see, because I was trying to see. Yeah. And they're like, well, look how tight that spiral is that Holton has yes, sir. versus the other guy. <laughs> and so that people were noticing that. Good, yeah. Because you know? it really was, you know, because you guys were going every other turn. Yeah, we were switching back and forth. So it was very noticeable. Yeah, it was definitely cool to get out there in front of those guys, um, for them just to see me throw. I mean, they come into practice and stuff, but just get out there, I mean, talk to them a little bit and hear what they have to say. So it was definitely a good opportunity for me. Yeah. Well, I thought you did an outstanding job. I appreciate Your it. throws looked great. And, uh, you know, next year. Yes, sir. It, this was good. This was a good warm up for yeah, you because for sure. next year it'll be your official project. Yeah. So, so. Uh, time flies. You know, it seems like I, I just got here and now, I mean, got one one time I, left. So I was thinking about this the other day. I think I had a memory pop up on, you know, one Facebook feed or something. It was, uh, it was when you made the announcement yeah. at uh, Conley, which we covered. Yeah. We don't cover a lot of these live, you know, as far as announcements, but this was one of the biggest ones. We probably have had of ECU football yes, in, in history. So I remember we Facebook lived it on Pirate yeah. Radio, and the numbers were through the roof. And you had the the ECU hat, the NC State hat, and I think you had one other. Or, no, it was just them. Oh, it was them two. Yeah, okay, so it was just them two. And honestly, I, we and we've known you for a long time. Yeah. Obviously, your dad, you know, has a you know we have a great partnership with him, and he does a lot of broadcast with us here. I did. No one I knew. Outside of your immediate family, and to their credit, they and the mortgage credit <laughs> kept his mouth shut. No one really knew where you were going. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I, it does just seem like just the other day. I mean, it seems like yeah. it's been about a year ago where you picked up that ECU hat, and I can't believe it's been that much time. Yeah, um, it's, it's flown by for sure. And you go back to the recruiting process, and like, I mean, it was very close to NC State. Um, I mean, just Coach Jordan's a really good dude. From I know ECU fans don't want to hear that, but um, I have a good relationship with them and those and that staff there. So they've always been nice to me and even supported me after I came here and committed yeah. here. So um, I have respect for them. But I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, and, playing in your hometown. And man, what a way to bad. finish up your senior year, yes, sir. To kick off your last year as a Pirate playing NC State at home yep. in Greenville. Can't wait, man. I it's it's honestly. Um, it's setting up to be a, a special season. Just got to grind to that point, and you know, once that point comes, just go put it all out there. Last uh, look at this football team until August, at least, and then game day September will be this Saturday. For those that want to see Holden throw, you might want to get there early, right? Because this could be a pretty boring one for you. <laughs> oh, probably, yeah. probably not a backup QB. You want to see some some warm up throws by me and warm ups, and probably one or two drives. I'll get there pretty early. <laughs> yeah, but and that's then, a good and, point. Uh, the backups are going to get a lot of action. Yeah. In this thing. So, and, and people so. want to see Stubblefield, yeah. Garcia, and those guys. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you want to see, you know, those guys and who the next guy is here, and those guys, because I mean, they're going to be competing here. Um, for the next really year um, and then when I'm gone when they're uh, the next year to see who's going to be the next guy here I mean it's a good chance to go out there and watch I mean one of them is going to be a starter next year yeah going into spring ball yep so it's a good opportunity clip there it is to separate themselves go see them uh, and how about receiver wise Holden who are you excited to see on the field Uh, who should the fans be excited about that maybe we haven't seen in a game in the previous years yeah I mean the first guy that comes to mind is Kerry King Um, he's a speed guy he's had a good spring game last last year year, if I recall so yeah he had a really good spring game last year Um, he went home was training and broke his wrist so he couldn't play much last year he had to have surgery on it but he's a guy that's really stepped up he's running with the ones right now I mean he's a Four, 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 three guy that can really you know stretch the ball down the field, real fast guy. Um, Tyler Savage, Taji Hudson. I mean those guys you'll see out there. I mean they, they're physically, I mean really impressive. So they'll be out there. 
um, and just kind of see who else steps up from there. Looking forward to that. And also uh, maybe some Pop McKay. You mentioned, I think, sure. Nemo Squire yep. as well, a running back, because I doubt we see much of Rajay no, and yeah, they're, Keaton. They're well. on the same plan as I'm on. So. <laughs> the veteran plan. Yeah. The load management NBA plan. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Guys. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, man, looking forward to it uh, coming up on Saturday. Troy Holton, good to see y'all. Good to see you, Clip. And uh, Holt, welcome back. Uh, got to be more of a spectator this weekend, yeah, like a lot of the same. fans. Uh, Mason and Garcia getting most of the snaps, as we talked about going into, yep. Coach Houston said. Uh, first of all, your assessment of him as the uh, currently the backup at East Carolina. I thought he did really well. I mean, it was cool to see him, you know, play in front of fans and in front of live. Cause, I mean, you, you can go out there and practice all you want to, but until you, you know, get out there in Dowdy with fans out there and play, I mean, it's totally different. So it was good to see him go out there. I mean, I thought he did really well. How is he? Grown holding. I mean, you yourself came in, you, you played early on, you've gotten to see Mason grow now as a person and as a football player. So, how is he different now than he was when he first got here? He's just every snap he gets more comfortable. I mean, I think that's the main thing is anytime you get experience out there, I mean, that that's huge, especially at the quarterback position. It's so different than other positions because, I mean, you face so many different defenses, so many different fronts and stuff like that. But he's just continued to grow, continue to get better. I mean, any chance he can go out there and get live snaps, I mean, it's huge for him. How about as far as knowing the playbook, getting in the uh, the film room, things like that? You are a junkie when it comes to that yeah, stuff. Sure. Does that rub off on the other QBs? I try. I try to. Um, you know, I try to show them you know the right way to do it. Because I mean, when I first got here, I kind of had to teach myself that. Um, you know, coaches did a good job of of kind of teaching me that and learning it on the on the go a little bit. You know, I mean, since I was starting as a as a freshman, so I'm just teaching those guys as much as I can while I'm still here and kind of just rubbing off on them, like you said. With spring ball wrapping up, Holton, how does it work now schedule wise? NCAA is always changing rules yeah. around and stuff. How much can you guys uh, officially practice? You can always do stuff on your own, and you yep. can go get guys and practice on your own. What can you do officially, I guess, with the coaches? And then uh, is it pretty much just headed to summer workouts at this point? Yeah, so we, we still got meetings right now. You know, to be honest with you, like you said, the NCAA changes rules so much that, you know, even I don't know them um, until we get into it. But, you know, these next two weeks until final exams, we'll just we'll lift with Big John. Um, we'll have a few, few end-of-spring meetings with the coaches, um, you know, our – are going into summer meeting with Coach Houston and then, you know, get ready to roll for summer and, and get in those summer workouts. By the way, Blake Harrell was on with Brian Bailey. The game ended in a tie. Yeah. And I don't know if you're still trying to figure out if the defense won on the last play or not, but according to Blake Harrell, he'll find out. You guys will find out tonight at the dinner, right? I mean, do you know if you tied, if you I, won? I thought we tied. Um, I know that when we got in the locker room, the our equipment guy, Steve, came up to me and he was like, Rajay had a run because I think it was like for a 15-yard run, you get one point. And he said Rajay had a run in between 14 and 16 yards, but the person on the field didn't know how many yards it was. So I don't know if they're still counting that, too. And then I heard the, the last play or something might go to the defense. But I don't know. I better be eating steak tonight. I'm, I'm saying, sure. like, a lot of controversy. Going, yeah, are you going into this thinking beanie weenies or steak or, you know? I'm thinking steak. I'm all right. Sure. I, think, I think the whole team had a good spring. So, in and a tie is not <laughs> the know, worst thing. I, I got to tell you, did. if I'm Coach Houston, I'm giving everybody steak. Yeah. Why not? I'd hope uh, so. We'll see who he likes better. No, you got to keep him hungry. Beanie. What are you talking about? Beanie weenies. <laughs> I think I, it's a tie. They all did well, you know. Boy, I, new Troy D is soft. I'm giving it. Everybody, you get a steak. You get a steak. You want to give rings? You want steak? Wow, you've really changed. Sp- I know. I have really softened in my old yeah, age. Uh, speaking of rings, uh, we got a great video of you on our social media, if people missed it, uh, of, of getting your ring. I guess yeah. this is kind of a surprise to you guys. I, I, well, I guess 
I don't know. Was it a surprise? Because they had to get ring sizes and stuff. Yeah, no, so we we knew we were um, getting them. We, and I'm part of the leadership council who kind of designed them. Um, so we knew a little bit more than the team did. But, you know, some of the guys on the team didn't know we were getting it then. And then my dad kept saying, I guess they told me, kept saying we had some special announcement after the game or that. So we're like, I guess we're getting the rings then. So it was pretty cool, though. Um, yeah, they looked nice. Moment. Yeah, they were. Um, I need to get a couple more this year. But, yeah, I mean, I... I it's been a long time coming. So. Yeah. And I think it's great for what y'all been to. It's great for guys like, you know, Bruce and Aaron that didn't experience that yeah. bowl game, that final game. And now you guys, like you said, still have a chance to add on to the collection. But for those guys that were here all those years, got to a bowl game, didn't get to participate in it, that's huge for them. Yep. I mean, we just had some guys, like you said, that were here for, you know, five or six years that didn't get to go, didn't get to play a bowl game. So, um, you know, it, was, it was cool to see that. You know, Sean Bay is one of those guys that, that really deserved it as well. So, um, just yeah. cool to see those guys get one. And guys, I thought it was a nice touch too by the Boston College coaches that at the end of their spring game, they hand everyone out all the players white flags. <laughs> really a, a nice That's touch. That's what you were to, setting up a moment ago. For, so, that's a surrender <laughs> joke for those of you that weren't following it. They quit. They didn't was that show up. Be funny? They, Good stuff. they decided not to play the game. White flag. Get it? Yeah. Thank you. Good stuff. Have to explain for those of you that are newer viewers that didn't know what happened. We got it. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Just, just Is it me, on me to ask just, a question now? Just give me the how, W. How do I follow that? I mean, that, that's fantastic. I know. Thank I you. heard on uh, Jim Rome today, Luke Fickle was on Holton, and I don't know if this is something new maybe coaches are going to go to they cincinnati still has two practices after their spring game i guess he wants to correct mistakes from the spring game so i don't know it sounded kind of foreign to me but any thoughts on that like the spring game is such a finality point though right like it was kind of odd when i heard that yeah i mean i like you said i guess it's for corrections or something like that i know that like sometimes in the spring like we missed a thursday practice um and people were like are we going to make it up after the spring game or something like that? But we ended up making it up on a Friday. So I yeah. guess if you miss something, you can make it up after. But yeah, spring game is usually you know, kind of the finale of the spring. So uh. Yeah, it offers kind of closure to yeah. that. It, I mean, you get a certain amount of days, however you want to use them. Right. It's, it's up to you. I guess you could have you your spring game of the first yeah. practice if you want. But uh, it does. It would be kind of weird, I think, to yeah, then go back to practice after spring ball's over. Could you anoint an uh, uh, MVP on the offensive side? Yeah. Uh, Rookie of the year. Can you give out some awards, Holton? Who stood out to you, man? I mean, I think Josh Murphy probably had the best spring um, out of anyone at receiver. I mean, I thought he did a really good job. He had a really good spring game, too. He came in. I mean, he was, you know, going with the twos and threes going into it. He ended up going with the ones, um, you know, towards the end of spring. And he's a guy, he's a lot like, you know, Blake. And just he reminds me a lot of him. I tell him that all the time. Is, I mean, he's a, he's a really good route runner, has really good hands. And just, you know, anything you need and he's always there working extra hard so I think Josh Murphy was probably the guy that stood out a lot you got some new receivers coming in that weren't a part of this spring how much will you go out on your own this summer to get acclimated with them and to kind of start running routes with those guys oh a ton I mean that's kind of what the summer's for even even in the spring um you know before spring practice starts is going out there on your own um seeing who really wants it you know seeing the guys who who volunteer their time to to get better um, to develop chemistry and stuff like that. But you know, the guys come in are super hard workers, guys that fit into this this program really well. So I'm excited about that. Next on the docket, NC State, Troy D. It's going to be a uh, quite a scene at Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. I know they had their spring game, Devin Leary. How much do you follow what, what goes on with Devin Leary with NC State holding his uh, from afar? Not at all. Um, I know Coach Ruff's there, but other than that, you know, I'm, I mean, I know the guys that went there because I got recruited with them. And like I said, I was close. 
um, to go in there. But, you know, I don't follow. I didn't even know the spring game was Saturday, to be honest with you. And it's, you know, we keep saying it's the first game of next season. Next season is now this season. Yeah. And yep. this season now is just a little over four months away. Yep. I mean, really, when you start thinking about it like that, <clears throat> it's creeping up fast. Yeah, I, I can't wait. You know, the only thing you know, is between us and states the summer. I um, just got to continue to get better and develop and develop chemistry with some of those receivers and, and continue to get better, and then they'll be here. Yeah, and we don't want to totally rush the summer away. Let's yeah. enjoy the yeah. summer too, folks, and <laughs> then we can totally take in higher football. I'll gladly rush the summer conditioning away on my part. <laughs> Do you so you got goals for everything? Team goals, individual goals. Do you have any weight room goals for the summer? Holden, what do you want to accomplish in there? Shoot, you know my things just get faster. Um, you know more mobile um, and just get you know more flexible too. I'm probably the least flexible person in Greenville. Um, it's <laughs> terrible, but uh, um, yeah, I mean just continue to get faster. You know leaner. Um, anything I can do to develop my game, I will definitely do. But um, in the weight room now, I mean now I'm so old. I'm in my fifth year here, so. Um, it's more about just continue to develop, get more mobile, and get more flexible. Is that the coach's goals for you too? Is that what they? Yeah. Hey, we want you to be faster. Want you yeah, to be for leaner sure. type of deal. So, what do you do? Like, what are you training different than the rest of the team to try yeah, to achieve so, those goals? Yeah. So it's kind of weird now. Um, you know, Tom Brady really changed the game for quarterbacks. Into you know, my freshman year, I was lifting like the same workouts as the linebackers were doing. You know, just going in there and just lift as heavy as possible, as much as possible. And you know, now it's turned into. Um, you know, more free weights, more band work, more flexibility stuff. Because, I mean, Tom Brady's, you know, the greatest quarterback ever, arguably. And, and he kind of changed the way he worked out as a quarterback to more, um, to like I said, be more mobile and, and be more, you know, longevity of things. I uh, actually went to Purple Blossom Yoga earlier this year to work on my flexibility. <laughs> and it is, I will say, it does work. If yeah. you're, uh, so we'll, no, it does. We'll have to... Um, hook you up with a visit yeah, over there if sure. you want to give it have you ever done yoga oh yeah I'm, I'm big into yoga i mean i did it a lot you know in my early early career um and then you know i, I go to young's a lot now too yeah. um you know kevin helps me out a lot over there but um you know i'm, I'm all in you know anything to help me yeah. are you on the uh the tb12 diet like what kind of foods are you are you still eating the tiebreakers or uh? I eat, yeah i eat too much of tiebreakers honestly <laughs> but uh no i mean yeah i do try to watch what i eat um for the most part you know it's, it's hard during football because i mean they pretty much feed us you know breakfast lunch and dinner so whatever they feed us which they feed us good i mean we're not eating anything bad for us over there but um you know when when you really have time to focus on your diet is you know the summer really um, when you're not there all day, you know, you have a lift in the morning, they feed you breakfast, and then you're kind of off for the rest of the day. So that's when I'll more focus in on, you know, what I'll eat. He's on the H H A 12 program yeah. clip. There you go. <laughs> I call it the ha. <laughs> you're on fire today. Full of jokes today. <laughs> <laughs> Killing it. Sorry. Just a good mood coming off a of Pirate Fest and Spring Ball, you know. <laughs> Big time Monday. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, well, we only got a couple minutes left, so I'll defer to you, Clip. Yeah, I thought he was about to get out of here. No, no, uh, I don't. Well, Holton has to get out of here. So. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm about done with that. All right. You sure? Yeah. All right. I've been asking questions for five years, so I'm about to have a question. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's good thing you're finally graduating soon, because we're going to run out of stuff to talk to you about. Um, all right, well, good, congratulations on another great spring. Appreciate it. Um, that, I guess we'll try and visit with you maybe sometime this summer. Yeah, Why don't sure. we hook up? We'll do a summer visit and then uh, look forward to getting uh, back in the grind this fall. But, uh, man, hard to believe. It's crazy. Last year of Holt Nailers. Heck yeah. Man, That's but uh, what what an opportunity to go out with a uh, huge bang, you know? Yeah, it's a big one. So I'm excited for the first game, but, I mean, just take one game at a time. We got a special team, so uh, when it came back, if I didn't think we could do some crazy things. So. All right, good luck. Stay healthy. Appreciate it. Thanks, And Luke. we'll talk again soon. Thank Thanks, you so Holt. Much. 
And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with Holton Ehlers. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the Pirate Radio Podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. Visit our website at PR927FM.com and follow us on social media at PR927FM to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. 